Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Branch Sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch Sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get even softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order with code RESTful15. So head to bollnbranch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Details. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back with you to talk about the finale of the first ever Buddy Games here on the Hit or Quit podcast, where every week we join you to find out who sucked the least. And we now found out which Buddy Games team sucked the least. It was Team OK. Let's find out. If Jenny is okay, Jenny Autumn, Jenny, how are you? I'm I'm great. I'm more than okay. I, I'm more than excellent. Okay. Um, I thought this podcast is the Buddy Games finale podcast. We were going to find out which one of us sucks the least, and I I feel like it's it's a yeah. runaway win for you here. But I'll do my best. I am the team. Well, I guess I'm not team okay of this podcast because then that means I'm the winner. But I <laughs> I would usually describe myself as just okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And this is we're part of a team. It's not a competition on this podcast. Actually, that is so. that's true then. I guess then we win. Yeah. In terms of hit or quit podcasting, we're killing it. Team okay has gone on to win the first ever Buddy Games Championship across basically the two-part finale that we got to see. Jenny, first off, sadly, I was spoiled on the outcome of this. And it happened in Brea, California. I just got back from going out to the West Coast. We did uh, two nights of shows that were great in Brea, California. But at 9 p.m. or at like 8.58 p.m. when we switched over to CBS for the live viewing of Big Brother. (laughs) uh, I see Team OK hoisting the trophy in the air, the the beers. And it's like, Team OK. I'm like, Really? I get spoiled yeah. on buddy games like not like this. 
That's and that's the problem, because I think in any other scenario, if you weren't doing a live show of Big Brother that aired right after, you probably mm. wouldn't have switched over in those few minutes. But, but at these live shows, you got to make sure that the tech is ready. You got to make sure yeah. you're on the right channel, ready to go. So it's like, what are you supposed to do? Put up a big sheet of like like yeah. a blanket in front of the giant screen. And yeah, I will say <laughs> and the only person in the crowd who was annoyed about this uh, turn of events seemed to be me. I did not hear one. <laughs> another groan in the crowd of like oh i was gonna watch i was gonna watch that later yeah (laughs) i had a dvr it was just me well and and also i I just was getting yes i was just gonna say your prediction came true so it's like you weren't even annoyed like i know maybe you were delighted to be like okay i called this Yes, I yeah, I did <laughs> see the buddy games edgic uh, yeah. coming into form going into last week's episode. But also, like know. I also seem people seemed puzzled why I seem to be annoyed about this. People did not even seem to know that buddy games like was a thing. Did they not? Wow. Okay. First of all, can't believe how many people told on themselves that they mm-hmm. are not avid listeners of. The incredible hitter quit games. podcast, yeah. and that mm-hmm. they weren't—they didn't even realize how invested you and I have become in buddy games specifically. Yeah. Um. So quite hurtful that you know big fans of RHAP, uh, you know, <laughs> going to watch Big Brother twenty five at its worst point in the season live with you guys mm-hmm. didn't even know that buddy games is a thing and we're we've been we've been here every damn week okay um Mm -hmm. yeah i'm sorry that you got spoiled i was pretty upset when i got spoiled that the derby squad was eliminated so i can only imagine uh being spoiled on the the grand finale but (laughs) i think it was bound to happen just given the circumstances i don't think you could have avoided that rob yeah Okay, what are you going to do? All right, so it's not about me. It's about Team OK, the winners of the first ever Buddy Games. And as I was saying last week on the podcast, I did feel like that from the Buddy Games perspective, like this was the team that I I thought embodied what the show's vision of the Buddy Games were of like, hey, like doesn't being a grown up suck? Don't you want to just get back and hang out with your buddies? And I feel like that of these teams... You know, this is like the group that was together as like, you know, young adults who Mm -hmm. have stayed together over the years, but are trying to recapture some of that lost youth. They are the buddiest of the buddies, um, or at least like the gamiest of the the buddies of the buddies. Uh, They're definitely the huddiest of the buddies. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, the other thing is like when we see their little like winner package at the end, um, we are reminded and I forgot that we learned this about them when the teams were introduced to us in the in the premiere is that these guys have already been doing their own version of buddy game. So, and I don't think that any of the other teams were doing this, but we get, you know, uh, them explaining that this isn't just about the four of them. And let's not forget Craig, um, that he's getting a full cut. Craig got a lot of screen time. I think Craig got more content in this finale than some of the people on Chicago's finest. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, like they have like a group of 20 plus friends back home that have been doing the I'm pretty sure the sign said man Olympics, man Olympics. <laughs> but yeah, like, maybe that we we're glossing over that. <laughs> it, 
Like, can we have someone uh, stand in front of that? Um, because they Bro showed this Olympics like Olympics was right there, Team OK. Bro Olympics, I know. They sh- really, I hope by now, if they're still doing this, um, first of all, you can't call yeah. you can't call it buddy games because that's that's Josh Duhamel's sure. IP, so you can't do that. Mm-hmm. But if you would like to consider Bro Olympics, I think that that is way better. Um, but it seems like they've been doing this, so this is exactly who should win if if we're thinking about this show as like the winners should really embody the spirit of like what Josh Duhamel created here. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think all in all, I'm very satisfied with the end. Um, I think that it was a good team to win. And I love that we had an under, I guess, technically underdog team win in that there were only three of them Um, for most of the season. Like they lost, uh, they lost Craig episode two, didn't they? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, pretty early on. So So. they were able to continue to battle to get to this point. So congratulations (laughs) to Team OK. Yes. Jenny, I did feel like that overall, though, um, that Buddy Games, like if I was going to like look at the course of the season of Buddy Games Mm. from, you know, we're we're the world's top Buddy Games analysts. That's right. I I felt like that it was a slow start to the season, Mm -hmm. but also a slow finish to the season. Yeah, it went out a little bit like a whimper, right? Yeah, and I feel like that the arc of the season was truly like uh, a peak in the middle uh, where, and even like we were flashing back to the drama of the pageant Queens, even still in this episode. And I feel like that Mm -hmm. there was, there was, you know, that, and then there was like some fallout from all of that, you know, as it pertained to the Derby squad. But I do feel like that, like losing the Derby squad also, who I think were adding a lot to the fun of the show, not to say anything about these uh, like four teams that, you know, got to this point, But Mm -hmm. I felt like that without the drama from the pageant queens and sort of like the real like spunk that we got from the Derby squad, I felt like that this ending, especially also the tasks also, as we were talking about last week, that I feel like that the buddy, a buddy games activity, like I think is very specifically like something that you would not see on any other normal reality show. I felt like that the tasks were a little mundane in terms a of uninspired. Like we, yeah. Yeah. And I know like we did some stuff that was like kind of creepy with the going into like, like trying to do like a uh, little bit of a haunted house scavenger hunt. But even the final tasks were, you know, a little bit just like run of the mill. I completely agree with everything you said here. Um, I feel, you know, that part of the the reason I was really upset when we lost Derby Squad is because I felt like even though, you know, the pageant queens brought the drama in terms of like fighting with each other and all of that. And and we will never forget them. They will go down in Buddy Games history for what mm-hmm. they did in their short time on the show. But I felt like the Derby Squad, th- all four of them had like a good amount of personality like they were they all all in all that was probably like the best well-rounded cast um for a Mm -hmm. team because i felt like we got flickers of like all of their personalities and they were all very very fun energy so i felt like having them even just being a part of the group like you're gonna get more little like comments and like they have good banter with like the other teams so i felt like when they were gone we kind of lost some of that like energy and also I completely agree that the tasks got kind of weak. Like we were saying this, I think last week, 
it kind of we kind of lost some of the really ridiculous, silly things um, peppered in. Like, obviously, there's going to be like some physical um, elements and like solving puzzles or balance or whatever, like parts of normal challenges you'd get on a survivor or big brother or whatever. But what was what I thought unique to buddy games in the early part was like you were getting stuff that was stupid and very like camp-esque where it's like you're eating gross curdled mac and cheese right giving camp and then it's they stopped giving camp i felt in like the second half here where i didn't understand the like haunt go down into the like the well (laughs) and haunted house like that was so weird and then there was like bored like there was like stuff from the lodge in there but it was like they could have made that more silly i didn't it felt very out of place um as like a theme near the end. And then like the final buddy game, um, you know, it had elements of things that they had done in previous challenges, which I guess, cool. That makes sense. If you're going to try and, you know, bring back Mm -hmm. pieces of things you've done before as like the, the ultimate buddy game, but like they should have had a point where they had to like, eat 10 hot dogs each or something. You know what I mean? Like just something dumb like that. That still could have been really like low, cost low stakes but i just felt like it was missing some of the silliness that was supposed to be buddy games yeah i think that buddy games really tries to do two different things and i think it may need to like ultimately pick a lane i think or at least that we have a lane that we really like more Mm -hmm. where that they talk about buddy games as like okay hey like you're older now, but don't you want to like get back together with your friends and do crazy drunk stuff like you used to do? Like that's, I think that's the part that we like, but then they also sometimes talk about buddy games as like, it's adult summer camp. So we get into sort of like the types of things that maybe like, you know, 12 year olds might be doing at like a summer camp relay race type activities, right. haunted house, spooky, haunted store, scary stories. We're going to have like, a, you know, these uh, relay races and go karts. And I feel like that that's the stuff that I don't think is as fun as the other things that are sort of more of the hijinks. I, I completely agree. Um, and, you know, also trying to figure out like what the identity of the show like what time slot does this belong at like is this Mm. is this a show for family or can we get like a little bit uh you know like 9 10 p.m with it um i mean rob i think you're gonna be on board with what i am gonna suggest here i think that this that they need to cast more like messy divorces like you know because because whoa well i'm just saying they don't need to make because I understand the concept is like you're you're casting like older people who, you know, don't they're not in the stage of their life anymore where they're mm-hmm. constantly hang They're not in college or straight out of college where all their friends still live in the same city and we all hang out and do stuff like I that part. I, I don't think that they need to change because that is probably one of the 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 most key spirits of buddy games, the concept. But I think. Because it's pretty much everyone that they cast seem to be married with kids, like happy, um, which is great. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying cast unhappy people, but I'm just saying, like, if we want there to be a little bit more drama, 
And like you, you said it first in these early podcasts we did, you're like, I want to see hooking up. I want to see, you know what I mean? Like, let's get, let's get a little racy at the, at the lodge life. If you cast a few real messy divorcees that are like, Hey, Mm -hmm. I don't get time away from my kids to be around other singles that like pepper a little bit of that in. Um, Cause you could get like teams getting frustrated with each other because like, you know, maybe you've got like alpha mom here who's like happy at home with her like yeah. family and what her her girlfriend who's like a messy queen and is like in her like divorcee era is like getting a little too frisky with some of these other people and making a mess of the game. Sure. Like, that could be fun. Yeah. Just like. In retrospect, the things that we liked about buddy games, and I, I tell me if I'm, you don't have to uh, consent to any of these <laughs> takes that I'm having. Please, you know, stop me. Okay. But I feel like the things that really we liked was when it got messy and when mm-hmm. there was like a little bit, I mean, there really wasn't a ton of strategy that was going on, but there was maybe like a, a, a hint of it. And I think that buddy games ultimately ends up being a little bit like a watered down season of the challenge where yes. like it doesn't get like as messy as the challenge is certainly like not as much like intrigue going on at the lodge. There's less strategy and the games, I feel like, ultimately, if that's your thing, are not as interesting as something like the challenge. I think they need less games. I think that they I understand it's literally called buddy games. So that like the challenge aspect of it is is important. And I'm not saying get rid of it. But we had numerous um, episodes where there were like three different games. If you had like, you know, an elaborate curveball, the actual yeah. buddy game and the loser last stand and like in a you know 43 minute episode you can't really um you you there's so many people it's so hard to yeah. like get attached to any of the cast it's so hard to like learn about people there's there's less room for if there was any sort of strategic stuff going on to even show it so yeah. i feel like even maybe like rethinking one of the components of the game whether it's like maybe it's the curveball because when the curveball was set up in a way that it could have strategy, like when we had that one iconic week where, mm-hmm. you and know, it was campaigning and there yeah. was like, like the teams were going back and forth and it was betra- the betrayal. Yeah. Where you were going to save a team and then ultimately throw another team in like that was build in more things that aren't just like carnival games, like, you know, stuff in the backyard that mm-hmm buckets and like you know all of that nonsense because you're getting enough of that we're repeating a lot of the same stuff in these games anyway like scale that stuff down and make the curveball a little bit more of a social um element of the game where you could actually draw upon like people's relationships and like the the strategy of it i think just and then gets rid of watching another born challenge Yeah, honestly, like I feel like that you could probably get down to two challenges in the episode. If you have like sort of like the main game and then the winner of the main game, they get to pick which two teams go into loser's last stand. And so it's like there is like some sort of like social politics. Yes. Who are they trying to get rid of? And so you don't have to have like a curveball to set up in the main game. And then the losers from the main game go into the ultimate losers last stand at the end of the episode. I think you can streamline that and give us more of like we liked 
a lot of the teams, uh, we thought that the personalities were fun. There were standouts mm-hmm. from almost every single team. And so it was, you know, that was the stuff that we enjoyed of buddy games. Yeah. And so give us more opportunities to to see them. I, I love the idea about the, um, you know, whoever wins the buddy game being in power of like, because like that's kind of how the challenge does it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, so much of the the story of this show is that, like, you you make these new lifelong friends like you would at camp and it's adult summer camp. And it's like, OK, but if you want there to be drama and if the point of, you know, Josh Demel said numerous times, like this is going to this is going to test your friendships. I don't think that there were enough opportunities to test the friendships. I think we got incredibly lucky that we had a team that clearly didn't have a very solid foundation in the first place with the, with the pageant Queens um, Mm -hmm. that was well cast because we, and then we ended up getting, you know, natural drama from that. But I think that there needs to be more elements built into the game to create a higher chance of these things happening and not just like hope that you strike gold once again. If you, if we get a buddy game season two, which are you still, we will, I think we will. I didn't look at the ratings from Thursday, but I think that there is probably enough there in the audience. It wasn't like that. The ratings were bad. Yeah. And here's, here's my hope for, for buddy game. So, well, first of all, Josh, if you're listening, um, please take some of these considerations. I think that we we have some good. Yeah. We, we want would, Buddy we, Games to thrive. We, we, we would do. love to do a call with the producers of Buddy Games yeah. and give our thoughts. Here's our yeah. downloads because we yeah, can help. Please. We can help because we, we're we on these hit or quit streets and we want to hit. We're the biggest we want, Buddy Games advocates out there. Yes. And we want to cover a show and, and enjoy it. We don't want to quit. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So we are aware of the elements that make a show like continuously watchable and and not. So if anything, I feel like, Rob, because we, we've watched some bad stuff. I feel mm-hmm. like we are really good at kind of like picking out what makes a show good and what makes it something that you could continue watching. So I feel like if, if the buddy games crew wants to, wants to figure things out here and make season two even better, I think we got some great ideas. The other thing I'm hoping for here, if we do get buddy games season two is, and I'm not comparing this to claim to fame in terms of, because I think claim to fame was like, Obviously, season one was like amazing, like from the jump, like it got it right. Um, But I felt like the second season, the cast was incredible. Like they nailed like they did an even better job with the casting. Um, And so I think obviously, like there's some structural things that they could do to make the show better. But I'm I'm hopeful that like now that they've done it um, and they've seen like what worked with casting and like maybe they saw some people where it's like, um, maybe, you know, this, this wasn't like, this didn't jump off the screen or like, maybe we needed a bit more of these kinds of personalities. And we had too many of like the good guy kind of, um, and I think that maybe, you know, cause you you always learn from the first go. So maybe if we get a really dynamite cast, if there's a maybe bigger pool, because now everyone's watched buddy games been like, this looks fun. <laughs> Mm-hmm. like this won't ruin my life right so whereas like a lot of watching a lot of reality shows you're like i would like to do this but it also might ruin my life um i feel like buddy games is like low stakes in terms of uh participating and they want normal type of people with like a little bit of of personality and m- maybe they purposely 
cast a, more teams that are kind of like the pageant queens that like they're friends, but they're not like, you know, frenemies. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, you know, they're going to come together on a common goal, but like the foundation's shaky, you know, uh, maybe that's good for the show. So I'm hopeful that if we do get this, that they're going to do an even better job with casting for season two. And that can only make the show better, but leave room for us to learn about them and see them and have them interact more. If you're an athlete, you know, the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, we've given you our thoughts of the yeah. buddy games format moving forward, but let's <laughs> let's dig in a little bit in terms of what we saw in the actual finale. And it was a cliffhanger yeah. going back to last week where we saw where Sarge and Andrew and Huddy, they were named their captains. I think that that was appropriate. MVP. I think that those were the captains of uh, each of I their respective teams. Completely made sense, yes. And so they got uh, brought un blindfolded <laughs> underground in the back of a pickup truck the back of the pickup truck <laughs> then unblindfolded to reveal mm -hmm. that they were in some sort of like a bunker it was like a hole, a in, the hole in the ground that they had to go down a ladder and there was a bunch of it, stuff yeah it was like there. an underground bunker yeah, yeah it was and weird there was like uh hay and board games and a pungent smell it was so weird it was <laughs> Um, they, they go down there. Um, and the point of it is that they are, um, trying to find keys, uh, with their team names on it. And then the keys only work for their boxes and they, or they need the three keys to unlock a box. And then that is it. Um, I just didn't understand what I was watching. Um, it was like, they, I, I just felt like it didn't play out maybe how they thought it would in their mind. And if they wanted to make it like a spooky thing, cause it was dark, it was, it looked wet and stinky and like, you know, there was just random dank. items strewn. It did look dank. Um, it probably was hotter and damper. Mm -hmm. Um, but 
it just I felt like they could have done more, like have more have some people like it's like a haunted house where there's like like a like you know an old man sitting in a rocking chair in the corner and he Ooh. jumps up and scares you at some point like <laughs> jump scares like, you like that the, one of the only things i remember seeing was like there was like a like a battleship board game battleship, like the somewhere. game of life was there also yeah it was, was they just said like, it was objects from the lodge so i guess yeah. they just like a, like okay we gotta get rid of this stuff anyway so let's just throw but it in why? the hole but why? Like, like, was Huddy going to get confused that that the game of life was his key? Like, I didn't understand mm-hmm. the point. Like, oh, there's a box in the way. Like, I guess I'll just move this box out of the way. I don't know. It just seemed very bizarre and random and just such a different vibe from all of the other stuff that they were doing. And again, lacking the silliness. Like, there yeah. should have been things hanging from the i don't know if if there was a ceiling there should have been like si- silly things hanging from the ceiling that like you want to see like more of those like wipeout moments where like you know someone's getting like hit in the face with a hot dog mm-hmm. i don't know why i'm all about hot dogs today but i really think that they could have done more with hot dogs that's a glizzy talk <laughs> today yeah like they could have had some hanging glizzies just like you know and you're yeah maybe that was like a sabotage the other teams could have done or something (laughs) yeah i don't know i just felt like it was really boring to watch the three of them in a dark room trying to find keys it just it didn't it didn't hit for me you know all right well ultimately chicago pride is going to win it sarge gets the third Sarge does it josh dumel is like wow sarge what a stud yeah i love when i love when josh um like gets excited and uh you know shows affection to the teams listen there's there's nothing i love more than um like platonic male friendships and showing affection like and like i just that is one of my favorite things Mm -hmm. so anytime josh was like there's numerous times he loves like slapping Yo's cheeks. Have you noticed? He's constantly like going like oh, like to like to to Yo's cheeks. I yeah. I just turned music on my my AirPods by doing this. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Be careful, Hold on. We, we, Be careful. How do I stop? Oh yeah. my god! I just See, added like I was a soundtrack that could to be one of the ways that they could be sabotaging the other teams in the haunted house, where that the other teams have like a microphone where they can be like messing with the other people while they're in the looking for the uh, trinkets, the keys. Yeah, like there there were opportunities, and like the rest of the lodge just sat there and waited for them, had no idea what they were doing, like, and boy, I think I that hope, like I hope Andrew's okay. I wish we could be cheering for him. Yeah, it's just like involve them somehow. Like they're just literally sitting there. I don't know why I remembered this, but there was like such a weird interaction where like um they're like just having beer sitting around the the table and it's not interesting. Mm-hmm. Um like they're just being like I hope they're okay. I wonder what's happening. And like Yo comes down like and sits down and I guess he got like a lime for his corona and Palmer's like how'd you get a lime? And Yo's like I cut lines. Like, yeah. It was just like such a stupid interaction. But I was like, that, that that's literally all that's happening. They're just sitting around the table having some Coronas or some souls or whatever. Uh, and being like, I wonder what's happening. Like mm-hmm. involve them then. Like, let, like, let's make this a little silly. Like, why did we take three people and just leave it up to yeah. them? Like, 
I don't know. Yeah, I think we were especially missing the Derby squad, which I think was kind of like the party team. And so, yes. you know, maybe that they yes. might have gotten some more excitement going back at the lodge. But ultimately, all right. Yeah, that's going to be for uh, Chicago Pride. They are I'm sorry, Chicago finest. finest. They are going yeah. to make it to the finals, which puts Team Pride and Team OK into loser's last stand. And this is unfamiliar territory for Team Pride. They've been so dominant throughout the whole season and mm -hmm. that this is going to be their first experience and they're not thrilled with it. They, they, they said, I'm glad that we didn't have to do this all the time. And and here here's what I've been saying all along, Rob. Does playing in loser's last stand getting experience with the 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 you know complicated breadth of uh competitions we have here on buddy games does that condition you and prepare you for the ultimate buddy game and was it a disadvantage for team pride to not be battle tested enough um because you know that was one of the things that that uh, especially Chicago's finest had going for them. They were in losers last stand almost every damn week, but they were, they were winning and they were like, you know, any sort of like teamwork when you're given more opportunities to try to like work together, figure out each other's strengths, like know, you know, how to communicate. And I just think that it has to be an advantage to have more opportunities to do challenges together because you're learning strengths and how to work together as a team which is very important in a lot of these things and while team pride was always doing well in the specific buddy games and staying out of the bottom i don't think that they maybe got enough opportunities to work together in a do or die situ situation because mm -hmm. when you're doing just the regular buddy games like that's not it's not the last stand. It's not the loser's last stand. It's not a situation where if you don't do the best, you're going to lose someone or you're going to be out completely. And I just don't think that they were ever in a situation where they were like truly like down to it and like in a do or die situation. So I think that this actually ends up not benefiting them when they get into a situation where like, oh, we finally have to do this component of the game yeah. that's been an important piece of the whole game in the very last situation. Well, I I do agree with that because we got so much of where Chicago's finest were able to, you know, come through in the loser's last stand where their backs were against the wall. However, in this particular instance, it seems like both of them got to the puzzle and it was really just a, a battle of between Summer and Yo to see who was going to be able to put together the puzzle. So I think that, yeah. you know, if... Summer was like a, just a little bit better with the puzzles. It wasn't necessarily like that, you, you, you know, um, uh, you know, team. well, it's, it's not like that. Yo was like, so tested from being in the, the puzzles or anything. That right. That's why it seemed like that. It took both of them a really long time, but, and this is, and I want to get your thoughts on this. One of the things, and this might just be my own personal bias and how I like to see teams work together. Mm -hmm. I felt like, um, and maybe this plays into it when you've got two pe two people working on a puzzle, the energy of Team OK, they're making jokes, they're supporting each other, they're never making Yo feel bad if he messed up a piece. They're kind of like taking that same friendship kind of energy and 
you know, not putting extra pressure on Yo as he's mm-hmm. trying to figure out this this puzzle, which I think like it's very we've puzzles. seen it happen. Sorry, sorry. Summer well, loves I guess puzzles. summer summer does love puzzles, but the problem is I felt like Team Pride was getting frustrated and the frustration was showing and they were not communicating and helping summer in a productive way and i think that that's more likely to cause panic because we we even see like summer started to get really dejected near the end trying to like figure out certain things and you see andrews getting um getting frustrated um there's bickering between the team and i just think that that energy is going to stress you out and Mm -hmm. you are more likely to choke And so I do kind of feel like maybe it wasn't, you know, the end all be all of why Team OK eliminates pride here. Mm -hmm. But I do think it played a part. Yo does do Rubik's Cubes. He does. And (laughs) and but I just felt like the the supportive energy and the because the, the, the rest of the team can see the puzzle and help you. Like they can't physically go up and move pieces, but they can tell you, like, try that one, do that one. Um, and I think that yeah. the the fact that Team Pride did not have enough opportunities where they had to, like, do this kind of problem solving and supporting each other. They kind of cracked under the pressure a little bit. And I'm not saying this is like the only reason why it didn't work out, but I feel like it maybe plays a part here. And I think that if I were doing the puzzle, I would want Team OK behind me making mm-hmm. a little joke, but not making me feel bad about myself. Or yeah. str- if I feel their stress, I will get stressed. And yes. I think if I hear Andrew getting stressed out behind me and and bickering with Becca or whoever, I think that that's going to raise my stress, and I'm going to start mentally like blanking on this puzzle. So that's that's my take yeah. on how this ended up falling apart. For Pride I think that's here. a good point, and uh, you know without talking to yo or to summer like hard to say like what was you know going through their minds when that mm-hmm. was going on but i think what you're saying makes sense at least how it was presented to us yeah. in the edit um that's that's how it seemed to me we were seeing a, you know some bickering on the on the pride side and we saw you know okay just kind of like ribbing you know yo but like in a in a supportive and loving way and i just think as a soft baby bitch, as I've said many times on this podcast, this is my personal thing way that I feel I would thrive in a high pressure situation on a mental puzzle. I so. also thought that the puzzle seemed like a very hard puzzle, especially for buddy games. Like yeah. it seemed like that I could see this like literally on Survivor, which I feel like that on my own personal scale that I've invented, I feel like that that should mean that it does not belong on buddy games. I don't know if they should have been like stacking beer cans in some specific way, but that's the thing. Do like a beer can tower or something like that. Like there are ways to take, why was this a buddy game? Exactly. And, and that, that just goes back to what we've been saying that it just didn't seem to have anything to do with what, Mm the the point yeah. of the show is and it, it felt like it was like this is an idea from survivor that we're going to just you know so we could see this on this show um i want to see it so like concepts from from games on shows like survivor or big brother but like buddy gamified right. make them silly make like make the puzzle something silly it was just like a geometric kind of 
Like Qbert. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was like, it just didn't have, there wasn't even anything on the blocks that's funny or silly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They were just red and blue blocks. Like, just. More hot dogs. More, more hot dogs. Just throw hot dogs into it. Yeah. So the first part of it was uh, the ball and chain. And I felt like that this yeah. was like, uh, this was fine. You know, you had a little bit of the buddy cheek, games. Right? Uh, yeah, the, a little bit of the buddy games of fightness of mm-hmm. it where people were getting hit. With the ball, uh, yo. You can't go the, too far ahead because you're tethered to each other. Yeah, so yo, people yo pulling each hitting, other. Hitting the chin with his balls. Then yeah. <laughs> um, there was a moment where Becca is talking about how uh, she was getting whipped with the balls. And Andrew uh, was like, wait, what's that? Yeah. And honestly, like if you're getting hit in the chin with your balls, you might need to call Dr. Mike. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> We might yeah. need him. That's that would be the best. That okay, because you know how like on Survivor, we've got, you know, we've got Dr. Joe or whoever on standby if anyone gets injured. I think that what Buddy Games needs is an on 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 uh location doctor, Dr. Mike Zahalski. This is the, he is the the like yeah. poster child for a doctor for buddy games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're supposed to be getting hit in the nuts. I'm telling you. That was, supposed, that was part that of what, was part of it. Yeah. They presented more sh- nut shots here. And mm-hmm. I just feel like in the in the latter half of the game, yeah. we were getting a lot less nut well, shots. <laughs> I've heard Josh Dumel like on interviews talk about like in the real buddy games, like one of the things they do is like you go and stand like on like a pole like in the middle of like the lake and then you're in your underwear and then like guys shoot you in the nuts with a paintball gun and you have to not flinch. And if you do, then you're out. Like that's and what happens at the real we, buddy games. Yeah. And so maybe we don't need to go. Cause I mean, I paintball. I would watch to, that. To the, yeah, I would too. Um, and, and maybe CBS was like, oh, that's a little too, that's a bridge too far. But mm-hmm. like, maybe there's a, there's a, there's a meeting point somewhere between you know, where we landed and what buddy games truly is, because I feel like somewhere along the line, they lost, they lost their way and they got a little too basic. Yeah. Yeah. Look, maybe Josh Dumel and the production team is like, yeah, this is what we've been saying. The executives, they've had their own ideas. Mm-hmm. We got too I'd many notes. To know. Yeah. 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 It's okay. very possible that that's the case. And we're just we're just harping on Maybe people that had the buddy no games control. movies, Jenny, to get a real sense of where buddy games should be. Perhaps Maybe we've lost and then, the like, compass okay. of buddy games. Maybe this is this is our off off season uh, task is we 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 watch the source material. We (laughs) watch the first two buddy games first. Okay, five people. If five people leave a review, uh, we will watch the buddy games and Mm -hmm. then we can do a buddy games think tank, even though I'm pretty sure that this (laughs) this podcast has already functioned as the buddy games think think tank. But we maybe need to know a little bit more about the lore. Mm -hmm. All right. We get down to our final buddy game and we have like it's really set up to be like this end all be all obstacle course. Uh, I feel like I've heard Jeff Probst describe the mergatory challenge in very similar terms in terms of like, oh, we want the biggest challenge that we could find. Yeah. All right. So here it is. Um, we're going to have Team OK versus Chicago's Finest in the end. And yeah, Jenny, 
it really occurred to me that buddy games is the battle, as Josh Dumel tells us, to find out this is going to determine who sucks the least. That's what yeah. buddy games is all about. And I, I really, and yeah, go ahead. Well, I was, I was just going to say, was this a thing every episode? Because I felt like I only noted that buddy, that, that, jo that Josh started saying, this is, it's time to find out who sucks the least. Only in like the last couple episodes. Yeah. Like it was like, he kind of decided it was like the, it was the tagline. Mm -hmm. Um, halfway through the show and I was like okay this is the thing that like he he found the identity through the show because I don't remember this in the first half where he was saying time to find out who sucks the it's least it's definitely come up a bunch I don't know at what point was the first who sucks the least but I think it's interesting to discuss in terms of buddy games because who sucks the least is as the tagline for the show it does imply that all the teams do suck Suck. Yeah, like it's but I, I also feel like that is probably key buddy games energy, like mm -hmm. at least jo Josh's vision, because I imagine they're all just ribbing each other. They're all just kind of like, you know, and, and again, and I feel like that's why Team OK perfectly embodied what the spirit of buddy games is, is like you're laughing at your at your friend when like he slips and 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 spills and you know, like you want all of these funny things to happen to each other because you're like, haha, we suck. Look at us. We're a bunch of mm -hmm. like, we don't even know what we're doing. Like, I don't want buddy games to become a like, what a, what an incredible specimen. Like it almost kind of bothered me that we had like police officers here where I'm like, they are tr trained like very physical type in a lot of cases, like the, just the training alone that you, you mm. go through to get on the police force um, is going to give you an advantage in a lot of these challenges. Like we want slubby, like that, that maybe that is what it should be because we don't, I don't want to watch someone compete physically and have it be like i'll watch the freaking olympics if that's what i want to watch mm -hmm. i want to watch people who are out of shape um fall and eating hot dogs and like you know what I <laughs> that's what i think and and so if that's what if that's what this show is then it is who sucks the least and they, you need to lean into that you need to lean into the fact that like yeah we we are a mess but are we going to be the least mess like are we going to lean into the ridiculousness of this situation and do as well as we could because mm -hmm. i don't find it interesting to watch people do things well i just don't not yeah. in terms of a reality show like this that's not what i'm here for yeah and, or people who do things well have to do things that are ridiculous and i feel like that um yes. this challenge was not very ridiculous i feel like that maybe the most ridiculous no. it was was that it was sort of the go-kart that they had was sort of like fashioned into like a radio flyer and i think that, yeah. that was there was a little something there with that but that like, was like two seconds like yeah it was really cute at the beginning because they get into these these wagons, as as you mentioned, and um, they're going to go down a ramp that eventually like throws them into it was hay bales. Hey, right. Yeah. Um, and what I loved about the uh, the wagon is that they had to get in like you know basically spooning each other like i loved seeing them like you know because they had to like all get into the wagon and like like mm -hmm. legs around each other's hips and arms like holding each other in yeah. place the visual of that was funny 
we needed more wagon, you know, like, yeah. And they did bring the wagon and put the puzzle pieces in it, but basically they had to go around and it, I mean, it was very survivor-esque of like, all right, take the wagon and then get your puzzle pieces and untie the things and go through the obstacle course and ultimately get to a point where they had to build a fort and... I did. I like, thought this was a very boring final challenge oh my for gosh. the buddy games. And I guess what Team were they okay Why the has fort? built fences before. but <laughs> And each other's kids' yeah, cribs. To, and to, Yeah, they, and they build cribs. And so they have a history with woodworking. <laughs> and, you know, it was just a matter of like put. it was like I felt like an uninteresting puzzle to watch in terms of like mm-hmm. putting planks into a board and then, you know, putting the roof on a little like for it just that it did not do it for me they like add elements into it that are not just building the the building the structure mm-hmm. like someone has to go into the the fort and eat 20 hot <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like there were opportunities to like pepper in silly little like side things that kind of take up time mm-hmm. or challenge yeah. other like aspects. Maybe you could have been running. like, like the teams could have been like, uh, you could also be building your fort, but also like throwing water balloons at uh, the other teams that were yeah. working on building their fort. Or they like, you you didn't even have to involve the other teams sabotaging each other. Like you could have had extras like off on the side, like throwing like just I things like the that idea make that this... you could be working on your own thing or like taking time to be. If throwing. You, yeah, like if you're in the way and you, <laughs> like there's only so many hands that can put boards into place. What um, about a filled time. With Nair, Jenny? How about that? Nair. Yeah. You want them to lose their hair? Well, it's like, then it's like, oh, I don't care. I'm just getting wet. But it's like, hey, I don't like, don't screw up my okay. hair. Well, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I can co-sign the Nair, but I think that like you could do something right. like how, how about something? equally ridiculous. Yeah. Like okay. mayo. Or honey. Like you don't want to get hit. <laughs> yeah. Like it could mayo and honey and maybe peanut butter. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can add things that maybe won't like remove people's hair. I'm just, we're just spitballing Jenny. No, just, it's the think tank, baby. Yeah. That's what we're here for. There's no bad ideas in brainstorming. That's a good point. Um, but I, I do think that like there were opportunities to, to be slinging uh, condiments at each other and, and make make them look a little ridiculous yeah. because there was no mud on them. There was no paint on them. Like they were completely clean. Yeah. Um, maybe a little bit of hay on their shirt. And I just felt like it wasn't silly enough. Mm-hmm. And it was literally just watching them build a, a shack. And then that was it. Yeah. Well, then they had to kayak and they, oh, okay, we got to get them in the kayak again. Mm-hmm. And then we went back to that big, um, what is, what do they call it? It was like, the, the buddy games tower or yeah. something like the giant tower that Rachel was afraid to jump off of. Yeah. Um, and then they just hoist up. They like, they pull up a bucket of beer and that yeah. was like the one thing that they're like, you know, it, we buddy gamified it because it's a it bucket beer. of beer. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, you could have been doing buddy games type silly stuff up until before that point, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so it was a come from behind win for Team OK. Nice story. They lost Craig mm-hmm. early on. They persevered. They had they got they, the music in you. 
Yes, we got the the new radicals, right? Yes, new radicals. Yes. Yeah, the, get what you give. Great, yeah. great nineties song. It's a good song. Yeah. Soundtrack. When we got music in in uh, buddy games, like they spent money on the soundtrack, and yeah. maybe they they could have scaled back a little bit of that and, and spent spent it in some other ways. But that's okay. That's what, are that's we what asking for, for them to spend more money? I feel like that. No. Uh, the, the entire spend, scope spend of tweaks that we've asked for, I think, might cost like thirty seven dollars. I'm basically just asking for hot dogs and condiments. Go like to they just need to you go to get so many. Yeah, like you know, so really that that isn't the problem. But I did enjoy the music. It was a it was a good like uh you know celebration song. Yeah, so you got the music in you. Don't Team give okay. up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, you're gonna hoist the beer, spray the beer, and then they had the beers that were like. Did you notice they had like buddy games yeah. labels on <laughs> like, them? They, they were, were like, like rolling rocks. But they put like a buddy games. Yeah, label they were a there. green bottle. Um, but we got the moment of like when when you know we we're announcing that team okay has win has won and like they're spraying each other with the beer like it's champagne like it was it was a fun little celebration i was very happy yeah. for them they brought everybody in they brought in team chicago pride like hey get in there you're gonna celebrate with us too <laughs> They had to have a little cry first. So Elise was uh, mm -hmm. sobbing, um, you know, took it, took it hard that they, cause they did have a, a reasonable lead um, and, and did kind of blow it on the, on the shack building. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they brought them in and was like, let's celebrate. And this is where I wish that they had the other teams to come in and yeah. have a little party. But I mean, listen. right. Yeah. They could have at least had, you know, team pride come in. They probably were still there. They definitely <laughs> hadn't left yet. Yeah, I mean, they'd probably all go to the airport together, right? And they could have, again, they, this is when they could have, like, um, you know, pranked them. Like, prank the winners. Like, come in and, like, you won, but, like, it's camp. Like, we're going to be silly. And then maybe this is when you get, like, hit with water balloons yeah. filled with ketchup or something. I don't know. Like, yeah. just... Your Josh just Jamel's like, oh, like actually uh that we lost the money. Uh here's two hundred thousand hot dogs. <laughs> two hundred thousand glizzies for you. <laughs> Let's probably, go at it. Monetarily, I think that's probably worth more than two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, food is very expensive this at this point. Food is expensive. Um, yeah. It's really expensive. Um, but yeah, like you know, we got a cute little montage again. We get to see that, um, you know, the, the team. OK, they it's more than just the four of them. They got a whole group back home doing the the, the newly branded Brolympics. Mm -hmm. um, Brolympics is going to be lit this year. Oh, it's going to be because, yeah, because they're going to have a bigger budget for the Brolympics. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we got Josh slapping Yo's cheeks and celebrating. Um, he's very happy. I don't know. He, I think he just really thinks that Yo's cheeks are like, you know, slappable. I don't know. It's like he's always like it's like it's like when like people are grabbing like little baby's cheeks. They're like, oh, your little cheeks. Like that's Josh and Yo's relationship. And I love it. It's, it's adorable. Yeah. And we get confirmation that Craig is getting a full cut. Full cut. Craig. Boom. He was gone episode two, but they did it for Craig and he gets a full cut of this uh, 200K. They're going to give him a full cut, but they're also probably going to like hold it over his head uh, every time they see him. Oh, like, yeah. uh, you know, they go out for dinner and it's like, uh, all right, well, give me Craig. Come like, on. Craig, you can cover this. You didn't really earn Craig, the money. Come on. Come on. Craig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on. Don't you have that 50K <laughs> sitting around? Come on. Yeah. 
How, did you really yeah. help that much? I mean, come on. Like the credit the, the giraffe the, did more than you did. Come on. Exactly. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More credit to Craig the giraffe. So uh, yeah. you can Craig you can cover these this guys bill. out for you know a nice dinner at the very least. For sure. For sure. I hope so. Yeah. Not just glizzies. And then mm-hmm. Jenny, what about for us moving forward? Do we have any buddy games postseason coverage uh, that we want to work on? I mean. I, that, it's up to it's up to you and the and the powers that be and the buddies that be. Yes, I feel like I feel like you know some of the buddies. Uh, Here's if, what, if, what I would if they, like if to do. If there's untold, if there's yeah. like untold stuff that we really missed, like I would love to hear it. I would love a like buddy games reunion. Yes. With like just like here's the day, here's the time. Whoever can wants to join it? us, can you make mm-hmm. it? Great. If not, yeah. like that's, you know, because I, I don't, I don't, like, I don't like the, you know, he said, she said, uh, no, yeah. like, and that, and I t- totally agree. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we got to, to talk to Debbie and that was like a really fun, fun interview. And I don't know if, mm-hmm. if trying to do this means that we can't get Debbie, but I like the idea of like, because part of the fun is like hearing them interact and like tell how things went. And I know there was lots we missed just mm-hmm. based on like some of the things we have heard. Um, so a little reunion where everyone can kind of talk about it and tell some stories. I think that sounds fun. great. That'd be fun. Yeah. Hear a little bit more live. See if we can life. do that. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. There you go. That's Instead of a bunch games. of individual conversations, I think that that, yeah, you, you're, you nailed it there, Rob. I think that's okay. a great idea. Well, and Jenny, really the true story of Buddy Games is the buddies we made along the way. And we had so much fun Precisely. with these last yeah. eight weeks talking about Buddy Games. More fun than we uh, might have thought we were originally going to have. I completely co-signed that. I, I I loved the moment where we were like, is this show good? Is, are we having fun here? Yeah. And, um, and ultimately, I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> it depended on the week. There were a few weeks where we were like, you know, the really, middle, really high on it. The middle was the best part. But they they it did was, enough that it, it got us invested. Of, of TV shows? Well, yeah. What's, yeah. But I like the cookie of the yeah. Oreo the best. Okay. So I, I don't know. like, but, you know, that the... The, the middle was the best. I'm trying to, I don't know what, like, uh, what your analogy would be for that. Um, I mean, it is a, like, it's, it's a double stuffed Oreo. If the filling is your favorite part, yes, it's just okay. not my personal favorite, but, um, I, and well, also I think that the, the cookie of the Oreo is an important piece to enjoy the mm-hmm. filling. So maybe it isn't the right analogy because I felt like, like you could have beefed up the, the, the other the ends. Um, yeah, maybe it's a glizzy, um, mm-hmm. but like the the middle of the hot dog if you was don't a like little buns, <laughs> or like it was cold on the outside, which is not how a heat heated up glizzy would be. But like, the, yeah, and then the okay. inside's like hot. I don't know. We love anyway. The metaphor, there is we an like analogy. The middle of the season, the best. <laughs> yes, and um, yeah, and I, like I probably, they got like us invested three, enough. Three, four, five, six. I think we're probably like the best. That was the episodes. peak. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I just think that when they, when it was hot, they, they got us invested enough in the format and the show itself that we want yeah. to see it do well. Yeah. So we just, we, we care. Yeah. I know we, we want talked buddy a lot about games the pageant queens, but like, you know, the meaner coladas of it all. And mm-hmm. you know, there were, there were like definitely like fun moments, like along the way, especially like in the middle, uh, you know, we thought that, you know, some of the stuff with, uh, 
Team Philly was was uh, that was a fun dynamic. Yeah, it was- I think it was very fun to have like a married couple there. Like I know I'm advocating for divorces, mm-hmm. um, messy divorces on, on future uh, buddy games. But I think that the, the dynamic of having like one married couple was really funny, especially because like I thought I thought that Erica and Anthony were really fun and their mm-hmm. dynamic together was really funny. So if they they can do fun little casting things like that, have some have some fun people like that with like a pre-existing relationship that's a little bit more complicated than just uh um just buddies oh how about a divorced couple oh and on the same team on the same team no how about a divorced couple and they each have their own team okay that also (laughs) could be really fun i i like both yeah and if listen if the thing is is if i am advocating for more divorces we can do both we Mm -hmm. can have the divorced couple with their own team and then we also can have a team where two of the people on the team are divorced yeah (laughs) like these are things that when people are co-parenting like they you know they have a relationship but maybe it's a little complicated it's not necessarily always bad but maybe it's a little bit like i'm way more likely to talk crap on this person because I'm not married to them anymore and I see their fault flaws a little bit more. I just think there's something there. Okay. We'll see. Jenny, we spent way more time talking about buddy <laughs> games than anybody else in the entire yep. world. So congratulations yep. to you on another feather in your cap. Thank you. And to you, I mean, I couldn't have done it without you. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate when we get to do shows that are a little silly and don't take themselves seriously, because I feel like that really embodies the spirit of hit or quit and our friendship as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I'm really glad that we got a little bit of that and that's really our main criticism is that we just wanted more of that. So, um, but it was, it was still a good time all in all. And I, I, I'm proud of us for doing it and getting through it. We did it. All right, Jenny, what else is coming up for you? Um, so I, you know, we are ending our buddy games coverage here, but hit or quit is not dead because Chappelle and I are still covering house of villains. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we still have to catch up on, uh, this week's episode. So, uh, there's been lots of traveling going on for both of us. So we will be catching up very soon to cover, uh, that episode, that can also be on the uh, if you're not subscribed to the hit or quit feed. I don't know how you're here, but um, make sure you are following for that. It's what Rob has a website dot com forward slash hit or quit feed. Right, yeah. Rob? Yep. And um, let Chappelle and I give us some reviews. Let us know how you're liking the coverage, because we are definitely having a great time with it. Um, and Rob, like since we're not going to be, you know, we're on, I guess, a little mini yachtus unless we're going to do this buddy games reunion. Um, if if you if you find the time in your very busy schedule to get caught up on the House of Villains and want to hop in at some point to talk to Chappelle and I again, you know the door is always open. Yes, I would um, love that. Because I'll miss talking to you. Um, yeah. It's gonna be weird. We've it'll been be doing little, this every it'll week. Be a little weird, but you know, uh, you and Chappelle are gonna hold it down on House of Villains, yeah. and then uh, we'll pick up some new show we'll to up. hit or quit uh, when we uh, get into January. That's prime yeah. time hit There's or quit always- season. Yeah, January is always when they hit us with something really weird. Um, so I have faith that, you know, the the weird and sometimes bad is still on the horizon. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. in the meantime, anything else I'm up to, you can check out uh, on Twitter slash X at Jenny Autumn. Um, and yeah, I've had a great time and I appreciate all the people that either watched Buddy Games or didn't watch Buddy Games and just 
came and hang out with us. So it's great. out with us. Yes. Thank yeah. you so much. Uh, yeah. Thanks everybody uh, from uh, Buddy Games also that was uh, yes. listening along. We appreciate you. Thank you for uh, you. not getting too mad at us at any point during the season. <laughs> we good, really appreciate that. They have a good sense of humor. Good, uh, yeah. Good, good spirit about the show. So mm-hmm. thank you so much. Appreciate everybody who came with us on this Buddy Games uh, journey as listeners. We will be back with much more here on Rob is a Podcast. Go to robiswebsite.com slash subscribe for everything we're doing. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.